on the ground in Tel Aviv, Israel. It looked like he wanted to take some questions there from the press. He um, was led away, though, by Secretary of State Antony Blinken. Ah, yes. Looked like he wanted to take some questions, but he was led away by the hapless Secretary of State Antony Blinken because he knew better than to let him stand there and take questions. Secretary of State is his shepherd. He shall not want. Well, uh, a marginally happy, uh, happy Wednesday. Joe Biden in Israel with uh, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, a strong leader and an incredibly weak leader. And uh, boy, is the weakness on display. Quite an extraordinary presidency, this Joe Biden presidency. It, it can't end soon enough. He needs to step down as president. Dr. Jill Biden, not a doctor. She, you think um, uh, that, that uh, Joe Biden and Jill Biden would be big Halloween costumes this year? How would you do, Joe? You just have to dress like an idiot and bump into things, I think, is uh, probably the uh, thing. But I digress. We are at 888-630-9625. The world is in a state of tumult, tumult, chaos. I, uh, my best girl and I sang goodbye this morning, a uh, little, uh, you know, a little kiss, and uh, and I uh, told her that I loved her, especially in these times of, uh, of tumult and chaos. And she laughed a little because, you know, tumult is a funny word. So, you, you, you know, you get a laugh with the crazy news of the day. And we've been, the both of us, immersed in the news business. My best girl was at CNN for 10 years. I was at CNN for 17 years. I grew up in a news media family. Um, and the state of the world is not good right now. Not good at all. And it has to do with, uh, you know, the Islamic Jihad, which is an ongoing effort, uh, with the rise of communist China, uh, now in cahoots with communist Putin and communist Russia, uh, and their efforts to take over the world. The, the world is in a, uh, in a state of flux, let's say. Rapid change may be taking place before our very eyes. Taiwan is not a safe place to be. The uh, U.S. Embassy in Beirut, Lebanon, under assault, even as we speak, by large mobs of radical Islamic jihadis carrying radical Islamic jihad flags. That's uh, one of the ways you can tell. Uh, And it does look a little bit like the embassy takeover in Tehran in November of 1979. Uh, Joe Biden in the region, and uh, yesterday there was a, a... a missile strike on a Baptist hospital that was, at least until yesterday, still operating in the Gaza Strip. And uh, the news media and the Democrats, but I repeat myself, were quick to point the finger at Israel. You blew up a hospital and killed 500 people because that's what Hamas said. Turns out the missile was actually fired by another radical Islamic jihadi group called the Islamic Jihad. That's, uh, you know... It's a pretty good identifier. Tells you everything you need to know. And Islamic Jihad fired the missile. It malfunctioned. It hit the uh, it hit the hospital, and it killed uh, varying reports: two hundred people, three hundred people. The jihadis claim five hundred people. 
the New York Times, the Associated Press, Politico, and other news organizations, CNN, all went with the Hamas party line on that. Democrat Congresswoman and jihadi Rashida Tlaib also went with the Hamas talking point in her her tweet, her ex-post. Israel just bombed the Baptist hospital, killing 500 Palestinians, doctors, children, patients, just like that. Then she pointed her crooked finger at Joe Biden, POTUS, President of the United States, acronym. This is what happens when you refuse to facilitate a ceasefire and help de-escalate. It doesn't matter that, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the Islamic Jihad fired the missile. Rashida Tlaib doesn't care. She's a propagandist for the Jihad. She is not, she's not on the side of Western civilization and certainly not the United States of America. So that's why she found a comfortable home in the Democratic Party in 2023, because they are not on our side. The Iranian embassy in Syria uh, tweeted last night an ex-post, time is up, very ominous, and just what you'd expect from the troglodyte army. Now, um, Joe Biden was planning on moving on to Amman, Jordan, where he was going to meet with the King of Jordan, King Abdullah, and he was going to meet with General al-Sisi, the president of, of Egypt, uh, and he was going to meet with Mahmoud Abbas, the head of the Palestinian Authority. But when the hospital was hit, Mahmoud Abbas dropped out, and shortly thereafter, the entire meeting with uh, King Abdullah and General al-Sisi in Amman, Jordan, just canceled altogether, uh, because, you know, Joe Biden is the weakest president we've, we've had in modern times. And this is a very, very bad time to have a president as weak as Joe Biden with the world in a state of chaos as it is, and the country and our political system in a state of chaos. These are challenging times. We will muddle our way through for the time being, and we will emerge stronger than ever. We are the United States of America. We will not be defeated, uh, even by the Democrat Party, uh, eating away from the inside, which is just what the Democrat Party is doing now. And they're anti-Semites. How about that? The Democrat Party has become a party of virulent, in many cases, genocidal anti-Semites. Uh, from Capitol Hill and Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar and and the Death Squad, you know, the, uh, the Jihad Squad, that is uh, Democrat Party radical leftists. And, and the leftists are in line, in cahoots with the jihadis, which is kind of interesting. Uh, it might seem unexpected, counterintuitive. Wait, the left lining up with the jihadis? Yeah, yeah, kind of interesting. There's a lot that goes into that, and we'll talk about that as the day goes on. Left-wing mediaite, Biden drops Jordan trip after leaders cancel meeting in, quote, disappointing setback, end quote, for president. And uh, that is the, you know, the leaders, they're like, oh, we were going to meet with Joe Biden. No, we're not going to meet. We don't care about meeting with Joe Biden. President Joe Biden dropped his planned trip to Jordan on Tuesday after a meeting with Jordan's King Abdullah, Egypt's President Abdel Fattah al-Sisi, and Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas was canceled following a hospital bombing in Gaza, which the jihadis carried out themselves. And they love casualties. If they are casualties on their own side, that's fine. 
because then it becomes a propaganda weapon, a propaganda advantage. And Rashida Tlaib and the Jihad Squad on Capitol Hill, they're going to jump in on the side of the jihadis because they're not Democrats. They're radicals and extremists. And and it's about time. You know, we need a Speaker of the House who's articulate enough, and uh, hopefully that will happen today as well, who is articulate enough to point out and you don't have to demonize them. I mean, did you see Hakeem Jeffries yesterday calling Jim Jordan an extremist and a radical who's going to destroy our democracy? That's that's how they play bipartisan politics, the Democrats. And we need somebody. It's why we love Donald Trump. We need somebody who will punch them back appropriately, right, uh, rhetorically, because the rhetoric that the Democrat Party uses is as extreme as uh, the missiles that that uh, the jihadis use. And it's uh, time I need to start writing their lines for them because the Republican Party needs to start hitting back. By the way, Hakeem Jeffries was mentored by his radical extremist left-wing, virulent anti-Semite uncle, Professor Leonard Jeffries. He was the de facto father to Hakeem Jeffries, the Democrat leader in the House. And he might as well be a jihadi. He, uh, I, I'll get to some of that. He, you know, referring to the Jews as pigs and uh, he's a he is a virulent anti-Semite. Everybody knows it, and he was the primary adult male influence in the life of Hakeem Jeffries. One of the reasons that Hakeem Jeffries is an extremist and a radical, and not on our side in a time of jihad uh, or in a time of of war with China or Russia, because he's closer on the political spectrum to Xi Jinping than he is to John F. Kennedy. So President Joe Biden blacked, dropped his trip with Mahmoud Abbas and King Abdullah and, uh, and al-Sisi out of Egypt. The White House announced on Monday that Biden would travel to Jordan for the meeting following a trip to Israel, quote, to demonstrate his steadfast support for Israel, end quote. A statement from the White House press secretary, cringe on Pierre. God, what an age of mediocrity it is. Stated that uh, Biden would reiterate that Hamas does not stand for the Palestinian people's right to dignity and self-determination and discuss the humanitarian needs of civilians in Gaza. The people that voted the terrorist group in, is, is that what we're talking about, and said earlier this year that they would vote them in again? Is that the innocent victims of Gaza? You know, we didn't think of the innocent victims of Germany and the innocent victims of Japan. Japan didn't vote their leaders in, but the Germans did vote their leaders in, the Socialist Workers' Party of Adolf Hitler. On Tuesday evening, the White House announced Biden would no longer travel to Jordan after Abbas, Mahmoud Abbas, Palestinian Authority, pulled out of the meeting over a hospital explosion perpetrated by the uh, uh, Islamic Jihad in Gaza, which killed at least 500 people. That's uh, not uh, true, but that's what Hamas says. Hamas accused Israel of being responsible for the explosion while Israel claimed. Now, isn't it interesting? The, um, uh, Hamas accused, but Israel claimed. You know, the, worst, uh, the use of words, uh, very, very important here. Claimed the explosion was as a result of a Palestinian rocket accident. Now, the Israelis keep track of their rockets and missiles, and everything they do is very precise and We've been watching the aerial video of them taking out one building while leaving the building surrounding that building standing uh, because they're engaged in a very precise game. 
uh, the uh, Hamas and Islamic Jihad uh, terrorists, on the other hand, they'll take the dead civilians on their own side and use it as a propaganda victory, and Rashida Tlaib will help, as will the New York Times and CNN spreading the propaganda of, of the jihadis because they're not on the side of Western civilization. And again, our embassy is currently under attack in Beirut, Lebanon. The U.S. State Department has warned all Americans to not travel to Lebanon. Nothing about getting out of Lebanon. Uh, Israeli facilities in Jordan under attack. Western embassies under attack in Tehran, in Iran, the British embassy and the French embassy. And honestly, our what's going on outside of our embassy in Beirut right now looks like the uh, well, if uh, you're old enough to remember the 1979 attack on the American embassy in, um, in Tehran, which led to the hostage crisis and, and all kinds of terrible things, the repercussions of which we're still, de- still dealing with today, uh, thanks Jimmy Carter. So we've got, uh, we've got lots of that going on. Now let's go to Lunch Bucket Joe. Well, you know, we don't really have time to go to Lunch Bucket Joe, do we? Let's, uh, let's take a pause, and uh, we will... Uh, We'll get to Lunch Bucket Joe in a couple of minutes. Got a bunch of Lunch Bucket Joe. He's, he is a sad, sad imitation of a president of the United States. And we'll get to that. And then the uh, radical left-wing pro-terrorists, you know, the Democrat Party. I've got that for you. If you're a Democrat, my question for you today is, what is the matter with you? What is wrong with you? Is your brain broken? Are you morally broken? Did you come from a tragic background? What is the matter with you? Who would be a Democrat at this moment? Trump. That's that's the answer every time. You know, President Joe Biden's bad idea to introduce a digital dollar in the United States is already underway, and it's important to understand the potential consequences for your family and your retirement you know, they say, oh, this is all in our best interest. It is not. It's Orwellian at best. And time is of the essence. So getting smart on the subject right now to protect your savings and your retirement is a very good idea. You can help protect your savings and your retirement from the risks of the digital dollar by diversifying your money with IRAs in gold and silver, precious metals, my friends. You get started by calling the experts at American Alternative Assets. Call them at 888-4-GOLD-20, 888-446-5320. They'll give you all the guidance you need on safeguarding your retirement savings. Say no to Joe Biden's devious digital dollar. Call 888-4-GOLD-20. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance of gold and silver will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I've got Joe Biden for you. Um, I've got uh, radical left-wing uh, pro-jihad professors and and Democrat members of Congress that are pro-jihad. Um, the Democratic Party isn't. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. And the left is now, and that means the media as well, demonizing Jim Jordan uh, and uh, Hakeem Jeffries. His name is Hakeem. Why is his name Hakeem? Was he born in the Middle East? Was the his uncle, Professor Leonard Jeffries, the, the well-known anti-Semite from way back as his mentor, uh, raised him. Hey, Hakeem, do you have any siblings named Hakeem, Michael? No? That uh, is kind of, it's a lefty thing we wouldn't understand, right? Isn't that amazing? Uh, we've got uh, Joe Biden for you coming up. We've got, and he just keeps talking over there in Israel, and he's he's telling another story that's been debunked in the past, um, but he doesn't care. He knows it's been debunked, or he doesn't know it's been debunked, but he keeps telling the story. It's impossible to say what he does know. And uh, the Washington Post, of course, is an anti-Israel newspaper. Their banner headline today, Hospital Strike Kills Hundreds. And they've got a picture of uh, that. But, you know, it uh, it doesn't say, what it doesn't say is Islamic Jihad missile kills hundreds, which is what it should say. But uh, the media, you know, that maybe they think that um, global conflagration will be good for a circulation you know, not in your veins, but for their newspaper. Uh, and uh, just just amazing. Mm. And also the, the headlines, it's funny. The headline next to it, Jordan falls short in initial speaker vote. See, they're talking about Jim Jordan over here. And then in this headline, they've got Jordan and they're talking about the country of Jordan. And they don't differentiate, but they are they are the Washington Post. They're, they're not on the side of, of the United States of America or even of civilization because they are the left. And they represent the interests of the Democrat Party and, you know, when the opportunity presents itself, of the Islamic Jihad. That's your your Democrat Party. It's an embarrassing addition once again of journalism. Bombed hospital is Gaza's only independent, comma, Christian-led medical facility. That narrows it down pretty quickly, doesn't it? And uh, what's Joe Biden doing about the American hostages? Okay, we have returned and we have regrouped. And Hamas has been tampering with our uh, technical capabilities in here. And or Joe Biden. All right, let's get, uh, speaking of Joe Biden, Joe Biden in Israel, uh, he went to meet with Benjamin Netanyahu. That has happened and is happening. Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu strong, Joe Biden weak. He was then going to move on to Amman, Jordan, where he was going to meet with King Abdullah of Jordan, who is not uh, a bad guy, uh, and with uh, General al-Sisi out of Egypt, the president of Egypt, who is not a good guy, and he was going to meet with Mahmoud Abbas of the Palestinian Authority, who's not a good guy, 
And uh, it was all blown up, if you will, when the Baptist Hospital in the Gaza Strip was blown up by a missile that apparently came from the Islamic Jihad group, which are next-door neighbors and friends of Hamas, more radical Islamic jihadis. And so the meeting in Amman, Jordan, was nixed, spiked, killed. Not going to happen. And uh, Joe Biden in Israel, you got to start with this, because Joe Biden started to tell a story, and then he apparently lost his train of thought and drifted off. It was a long flight. It's aboard Air Force One. You go, you go into the nose of Air Force One where the president can sleep, um, and uh, you take a big nap, but he couldn't watch an episode of Hazel, and I'm sure they had his usual porridge on Air Force One to neutrify him. But uh, Joe Biden, his brain, uh, she's a no good, she's a broke, and, and Joe Biden tried to tell a story and in the middle of the telling, it just fell apart. Years ago, I asked the Secretary of State, would he and I work in the Senate to write something for a man? He said, uh, he wrote a line that uh, I think is appropriate. He said, uh, it's not, we need, uh, not just, uh, well, I won't go into it, I'll wait later. Taking too much time. Uh, He's in the middle of telling a story, and he forgot what he was going to say. And he said, I'll just forget I'm taking too much time. I'll tell it later. He is now, and he said that the Secretary of State, that he worked with the Secretary of State, who is, of course, Antony, not Anthony, but Antony Blinken. And he said, yeah, back when we worked in the uh, the Senate, um, he was telling me a story, and and then I lost track of whatever the story is. Uh, I, if... um, Antony Blinken worked in the Senate, um, then, you know, maybe he did. But uh, that would be news to me because I, I didn't know that. But uh, perhaps he did. He advocated for the Iraq invasion, served Democratic staff director of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, Antony Blinken did. And he was eager to go to war in Iraq because, you know, that's how you get credentials in the Democrat Party to become the chief diplomat for the United States of America, be a war hawk on uh, Capitol Hill, you know, make friends with Joe Biden. Then amazingly, he became president. And Blinken, who is, uh, he was on the Biden campaign, right? And he's the one, isn't he the one that initiated the intelligence letter with the felonious 51 uh, to lie to the American people about uh, Hunter Biden's laptop being Russian disinformation. I believe it was Blinken that initiated that that ruse, that information operation that our own intelligence community ran against the American people in an effort to influence our presidential election, which is a seditious conspiracy for which many of them should be imprisoned. And it worked. We pay them to tamper in the presidential elections of other countries, not our country. See? All right, let's go to Joe Biden in Israel. Um, These are not good people. These are just not good people. They're not the best and the brightest, and they're not good people. Even if they're not the best and the brightest, they could be good people, but they are neither. All right, here's uh, Joe Biden um, with Benjamin Netanyahu next to him, and he's uh, talking about it's, you got to, again, the better our technology gets, the harder it is to hear 
uh, Joe Biden and and other political leaders in the United States of America, because the you know as we get better, we get worse. Yeah, I know, but it's true. Uh, here's uh, Joe Biden rambling and babbling um, incoherently about Americans grieving with Israel. Americans are grieving with you. They really are. And Americans are worried. Americans are worried because they know there's a, this is not an easy field to navigate, what you have to do. But uh, the fact is that Israel, as they respond to these attacks, seems to me that uh, have to continue to ensure that you have what you need to defend yourselves. I want to make sure that you have what you need to defend yourselves and Americans are grieving with you. Um, they should maybe turn on the microphone in front of him instead of a microphone across the room, and it would be you know, better for the historical record. Biden appears other team, he said. The other team is responsible for the Gaza hospital deaths because some intelligence was shared with him and he can use all the intelligence other people can give him. But here is Joe Biden. He thinks it's like a lacrosse tournament, and the other team blew up the hospital and killed hundreds of millions of Palestinians. All right, hundreds of Palestinians. Uh, And you'll never have an accurate number because it's the Gaza Strip. Joe Biden. Based on what I've seen, it appears as though it was done by the other team, not, not you. But there's a lot of people out there who are not sure. I was looking. We, uh... Israel has a value set, like the United States does, in other democracies, and uh, and they're looking to see what we're going to do. We're looking. It was a muddled message. He started kind of strong, based on what I've seen, which is a qualifier, meaning that intelligence has been presented to him that demonstrates that the missile came from inside the Gaza Strip, in an area of the Gaza Strip. Um, that is occupied by a radical Islamic terrorist group called Islamic Jihad, uh, separate and distinct from Hamas, but they're allies, they're friends, they share a common goal of killing all the Jews and eliminating the state of Israel, you know, from the river to the sea. It appears the hospital, what happened in the hospital was done by the other team. That's what he said, the other team. said he's deeply saddened and outraged by the explosion at the hospital in Gaza yesterday, and based on what I've seen, it appears it was done by the other team and not by you, he said, based on what I've seen. He said, there are a lot of people out there who are not sure. So uh, hedging and going back and forth, and yeah, that's true. There are a lot of people out there who are not sure whether your brain works. In fact, uh, there are a great many more people that are concerned about that. Mm-mm-mm. He did talk about the troglodytes. They've committed uh, evils and atrocities that make ISIS look somewhat more rational. Now, that's an overstatement, of course. Americans are grieving with you. They really are. Not we really are, because he doesn't think of himself as an American. Americans are worried because they know. Why doesn't he say we know? This is not an easy field to navigate what you have to do. And he said... Israel, as they respond, and he should say as you respond, to these attacks, since the president, uh, the prime minister is right there, it seems to me that you have to continue to ensure 
that you have what you need to defend yourselves, and we're going to make sure that occurs. That's good. And he said, Hamas does not represent all the Palestinian people, maybe not all of them, but a majority of them agreed two months ago that they would vote them into power again in a, in a poll by a Palestinian polling group, and has brought them only suffering. It's true. Now, let's, uh, let's go to uh, IDF spokesman Peter Lerner. Peter Lerner with the Israeli Defense Forces. We now have, to, we have another abbreviation, the IDF. Everybody's got to be talking in terms of IDF. But here is uh, a Israeli Defense Forces spokesman Peter Lerner uh, this morning. Uh, responding to um, the the attack on the hospital, we know that there are, you know there was a very huge um, dramatic event yesterday. The the images of civilians are indeed heart wrenching and heartbreaking, but it wasn't our doing. It was a Palestinian rocket fired and hitting Palestinian people. And here's the video showing where the Palestinian rocket came from and showing where the Palestinian rocket landed, which is where the Palestinian hospital was filled with Palestinian people, uh, even though the Palestinian hospital is run by the Baptists because, you know, uh, Christendom and Christians and Christianity are very different. No jihad in uh, Christianity. Not since the Crusades, you know, when the Muslims took over the Holy Land because the Prophet had seen the most distant mosque in a dream and decided that that was Jerusalem, which was already occupied by the Jews and the Christians, but pay no attention to that. Then that war began. Here is IDF spokesman uh, Peter Lerner. So much of the world media media prematurely reported it and, and named the IDF and the Israeli Air Force as conducting an airstrike. It just goes to show the the the, the importance of me, of professional media coverage of fact checking. You cannot let Hamas dictate the narrative, the scene, set the scene. We just can't let that happen. Well, it, it is too late because the New York Times and CNN and Politico and the Associated Press and Rashida Tlaib, a Democrat congresswoman, all went with the talking point from the terror group. And uh, when the New York Times, which is, you know, the head of the centipede uh, and uh, the rest of the media just follows what the New York Times says. And to a lesser extent, but to a significant extent, what the Associated Press uh, reports. And then there's CNN and they all like the Jews did it. The Jews did it. And uh, and, uh, you know, that that helps a lot. Don't check the facts. Just go with whatever the terrorist group tells you. On MSDNC, speaking of terrorist groups, they had a radical leftist named Raf Sanchez, Raf Sanchez, uh, and he was on CNN. And uh, he's uh, he's their radical left-wing pro-terrorist reporter, Raf Sanchez. And uh, the fog of war is only the beginning of the confusion for Raf Sanchez. This is an absolutely classic fog of war situation, and we should be really clear. NBC News is not able to get into Gaza right now. The Israeli border is sealed. The Egyptian border is sealed. Our teams are not able to get there and to verify this directly. We should also say that the Israeli military at this point 
is not providing any evidence to back up its claims that this was a Palestinian Islamic Jihad rocket. They are citing intelligence that they have not yet made public. We should also say that this kind of death toll is not what you normally associate with Palestinian rockets. These rockets are dangerous. They are deadly. They're dangerous. They do not tend to kill hundreds of people in a single strike in the way that Israeli high explosives, especially these bunker buster bombs that are See. used to target these Hamas tunnels under Gaza See. City, do have the potential to kill hundreds of people. See, the Palestinian rockets don't have the kind of capability to do what the Israelis say a Palestinian rocket did, but Israeli weapons do. So what he's saying with a wink and a nod is don't believe the Jews believe the Palestinian terrorists because their missiles aren't powerful enough to create an explosion this big. Uh, but here's the video. The Israelis released the, the uh, overhead surveillance showing, hey, here's the launch. Here's the explosion. Let's start with the explosion now and re-rack it and show where the missile comes from. Does it come from the sky and an Israeli aircraft or does it come from the Gaza Strip in an area where the Islamic Jihad torments and tortures all the people there. Raf Sanchez, he's an award-winning left-wing radical journalist. And we should say finally that there are instances in the past where the Israeli military has said things in the immediate aftermath of an incident that have turned out not to be true in the long run. We should say that the Israelis are big liars. You know the Jews, they lie all the time, is what Raf Sanchez is saying. And that's what you get from... NBC News. It's MSDNC. It is NBC News. Well, the Jews lie, and the Jews have missiles that are big enough to blow up this hospital, but the poor, long-suffering Palestinians do not. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Now, if you watch the Fox News channel, Trey Yinkst, who's a real war correspondent, and he's been in this um, he, um, he's had some experience himself in that region. The same Hamas official that I spoke with earlier trying to confirm the story that we just reported. While we were talking, I asked him about the civilian massacre that took place here in southern Israel, and he lied to me about that because I have seen the aftermath of that with my own eyes, and our cameras have captured those images in the communities along the Gaza border. And he tried to tell me that it wasn't true. So they do lie about many things. And so you have to take every single comment that we get from Hamas with a grain of salt. But not at NBC News. At NBC News, they take it like it's coming from the burning bush. That's a biblical reference. Ah, yes, Hamas, radical Islamic jihadi terrorists, mass murderers, decapitators, kidnappers, hostage takers. Believe them. But the Jews, they lie. And they have the big missiles that could blow up this Baptist hospital. And the poor Palestinians, they have only the small missiles to kill only small numbers of people. That's what you get from NBC stinking news and Raf Sanchez. I bet he's won golden statuettes and lucite blocks for his, his reporting. Let's go back to the uh, telephones. Talk to the nice people. Not the crazy people, because this is America and conservative talk radio on the side of humanity. Let's go to Jim calling from St. Paul. St. Paul, Minnesota. 
Jimmy, you're on the Chris Plank Show. How you doing? I'm good, Jim. What do you say? Morning. How you doing? Very well. <laughs> so yeah, I was uh, thinking, you know, how Hamas they they like to uh, store their weaponry in schools and nursing homes and uh, hospitals and things. My guess is that that place is loaded with explosives. I bet a couple of cold beers on that. Um, I would not bet against that because you're 100% right, of course, and it would explain the magnitude of the explosion. Um, Hospitals, schools, old folks' homes, uh, where the jihadis, not just there in the West Bank, but uh, across the Islamist world, uh, they love storing their weapons in sensitive targets in an effort to goad Israel or the United States or whoever into striking the targets and then they will uh, score it as a PR victory if a lot of people are killed, as is the case in this instance. Right, Jim? Exactly correct. Um, my guess is they probably blew it up themselves on purpose. I mean, that's a, that's a great, you know, look what it's done. Look what it's done in 24 hours. The world is on fire because of this hospital. Yeah, and uh, the jihadis have called on... Um, the world to respond violently today. Uh, you know, another day of rage. Friday was a day of global jihad and global rage, and and now they're calling for today to be another day of global rage. Our embassy is currently under attack in Beirut, Lebanon. Um, the Israeli embassy, or, or um, at least uh, consulates, have been under attack, uh, and the British and French embassies under attack in Tehran. Any Western embassy will do in Jordan, the Israeli consulate under attack. And, um, you know, it is, it's a mad, 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 mad world, isn't it, Jim? It is a mad world. I think we're in for a, a year of rage or a decade of rage. This, this one's going to be a long one. Yeah. You have a military background, Jim? I do not. Well, you sound like you have a clear head and um, and a steady hand. And the time may have come in the United States of America uh, for a steady hand. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen. <laughs> 